Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Good morning from the Pacific Northwest coast of the United States of America. It's Tuesday, September 20, 2022. Hey, welcome to Elijah Streams. I'm your host, Steve Schultz, along with my wife, Doreen. We founded this ministry 25 years ago. Um, the written portion of this is ElijahList.com. Be sure to get on that. Always free. Uh, but anyway, we are really enjoying the heck out of uh, these days. These are fun days. We, we feel like you all who watch us are like family. And it's easy for me, me to say that when I see many of you um, at conferences or at the Reawaken, which I was not able to go to this time after all. But you will say, many people would walk up to it and they say, I feel like I know you. I feel like you should know me because I know you so well and all that. But that happened a few weeks ago in Bend when I did a conference out there. But um, anyway, I, we do feel like you are family to us, even though most of you we haven't met. Um, the numbers for us are about every 90 days, there's 1.2 million different viewers. So on a given show, I may go up to 100, sometimes a little more, sometimes less. Uh, less, but over a 90 day period, those viewers rotate because not everybody can see it all the time. So anyway, shows with Mel K, they, they always approach 100,000 uh, or more. So uh, it's going to be great today with Mel K. We're going to bring her on in just a moment. I only have one clip I want to play for you. Paul sent it to me and I thought, you know, I will play this. He wanted to know if we might want to play that. And I kind of uh, pondered it. Uh, Steve, by, It's a clip by Steve Bannon. It was just pulled off, and Steve Bannon, you know, he's he can be rough, and um, um, I don't know his level of believer. I think he is a believer, um, but he's a total Trump supporter, and um, there are people that are Christians out and about who, who are strong conservatives and all that who have decided many months ago to just, yeah, let's not talk about Trump anymore. You know, I don't, you know, I don't see that. And when, because this is a prophets and patriots, I'm going to show you a clip of a guy who um, salt of the earth, but you know he's with Brightboard for a long time. Uh, now he does. I think it's called the War Room. Um, but I'm just going to call for this. Go ahead and play that clip, and I'll show you what Steve Bannon and how what he concludes about God's part in all of this with Trump. So here we go. If you talk about this to anybody else, I go, well, I didn't know that. Boy, I didn't know that. If you listen to Bernie Sanders and all these guys in the populist left, it's all a pillow fight. They never really talk about anything important. They want to get a minimum wage, pay 50. I mean, it's all nonsense. It's all nonsense. It's the Trump movement. It's MAGA that has had the stones to stand in back of a guy and make sure we try to turn this country around. Since we are the new Jerusalem and the Judeo-Christian West, right, we know man has fallen, right? That's, that's, no, that's, not, that's not a newsflash to us. And Donald Trump is a very imperfect instrument, okay? But he is an instrument of divine providence. I saw it. I saw it in 16. It was divine providence that got us there. Divine providence. Why? Because these demons and devils in places like Davos, in the city of London, and Wall Street, right? That's what our opposition is. This is spiritual warfare. We're fighting in practical means, right? Our battlefield is going to be the ballot box. 
Wow. Amazing stuff, guys. That's just amazing. You know, so yeah, you can tell he is a strong believer. And I love it. He can see the divine providence. And those that are not seeing it, I don't know what to say. I don't want to, you know, throw shade at people that that are not able to see what uh, I feel like our family here, our tribe that watches Elijah's streams um, can see very, very clearly that uh, Donald Trump is part of the divine providence. The same thing they used to say about George Washington. They couldn't even kill him. There were, he, had, he had holes in his, I think it was both his hat and his clothes, and yet somehow he survived. So uh, Donald Trump is that, seems to be that, as long as we continue to pray for him, of course. But Well, anyway, it's time to bring Mel K on. It's going to be a great show today. So without uh, further delay, let's bring on Prophets and Patriots. Here we go. My Hello. friend, Mel Kay, how are you? Good. I missed you in, uh, in, in uh, Washington State and Idaho. Yeah. Border, but I'll tell you, you were there in spirit. And so many awesome patriots that follow your show and love God and country were there. They came up to me. They told me they found me on this amazing show. And I told them how great you are, that we're good friends, and that you were there in spirit and everyone could feel it. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 at the reawaken, it's amazing how many Elijah streamers are are at those events. It just is amazing. Yeah, I, I had a, I had to pull off at the last minute. My mom, 88 years old, it looked like this might be it. They rushed her to the emergency room. She was in, she's been really fading fast. You know, they ended up, she had that um, uh, heart failure. It's the it's the thing where you get a congestive oh, heart congestive failure. Heart, right. They diagnosed her with that. They ended up getting bunches and bunches of fluid out of her. Um, like 600 cc's for those of you who are nurses and know what that means. That's a lot of fluid. Um, so she's back home, uh, but it looked like she might not be. So I kind of pulled off at the last minute. But anyway, missed you. I was going to spend special time with you and um, also flyover conservatives. I wanted to um, Stacy, David, Stacy White, White, and they're being becoming good friends as well. So yeah, they're awesome. Well, okay. Well, Mel, we've got all kinds of stuff to talk about. But I see the list. I'm not going to interrupt you unless I just want to <laughs> clarify something because you got lots to cover, but. So, hey, well, by the way, real quick, that was a pretty good clip from Steve Bannon, wasn't it? You know. Yeah, and you have to understand, I, what I keep trying to tell people, because people are trying to decide who's good, who's bad, who's in it for, the, for God and country, who's in it for themselves, all of that. What I will say is that people need to start really, we need to all come together. That We have to be out of the left or right, Republican, Democrat, yeah. the whole model is, is turned upside down because... We are in an, a global war. It is an international, is highly psychological, a lot of mind games, a lot of propaganda that is totally being manipulated by the militaries that are fighting amongst themselves, but it's hurting we the people of all of our countries and humanity. And what I keep trying yeah. to tell people is that in this war, good versus evil, and we'll talk a lot about that today, God versus Satan, there are different warriors on different battlefields fighting different battles that all have the same end goal, which is God and good and freedom for humanity forever. And uh, we are in an existential battle because if these globalists get what they want, people who have usurped our government and most governments around the world, um, we will no longer be free. But worse than that, God and religion will become uh, something that you do like in, in the old days when people had to go and hide underneath, you know, in the Crusades or wherever, had to find caves to hide in, to pray to God or to read the Bible or the Torah or whatever. They had to hide because this group of people, um, the face of it is the World Economic Forum, but there's really people above them as we discuss all the time. 
they don't want any of us to a be free have any privacy to procreate uh they believe that they are gods but the biggest problem for them is god and uh and worship of god and belief in god and belief in our souls and our divine right given by god those are the problems to them main problems which is what we're going to get into today so what i try to say about people say that about about bannon about burn about flynn about you know everyone and i say no these are all people who do not need to be doing this especially those right three, but, you know bannon himself people don't understand the man is is as his fingers in lots of pots he's been in hollywood and politics and whatever he's got plenty of money just like donald trump he has no reason to do this he doesn't need right to do this. He's doing this because he feels, feels led by God. He is a very spiritual man. He is a Christian. He talks about it all the time. But his he gets that the battle is international. Because at the same time he's fighting for us and for Trump, he's also fighting for the people of China against the CCP. And, and like I've told your audience and many audiences many times, all of our countries have a faction that is involved in the globalist takeover of humanity versus those of us in all of our countries that believe in freedom, liberty, inalienable rights, God, and and our nations, and um, they're totally opposite of each other. So and and when you say all of, all the countries, you mean if, to use just one term? All every single country has its own deep state. That's just like our deep state. A hundred percent. Look, when okay. Klaus Schwab says that they've infiltrated every country. Uh, and all of the cabinets and all of the corporations, he means it because a lot of you can connect the dots. But as I try to tell people, and, and please do your own research out there, um, the United Nations that we've been just told about is, is not what it seems. It was never created to have kumbaya with all nations in a globalist harmony while keeping our own sovereignty of our nation's borders, language, culture sacred. It was always by Rockefeller and the crown and Kissinger and Brzezinski and all the architects of the of the UN, it was always about socialism, communism, a one world government and open society, which is why George Soros's NGO that has thousands of branches all over the world in every country that has strife and struggle and is fighting the deep state. You will find George Soros backed NGOs that are open society NGOs. Open society means no borders. And for people to really understand, you have to know that all of the countries that have been usurped basically by the Rothschild IMF debt slavery model that we have with the Fed. Fed is a private bank. Fed and the IRS are private. That money goes to the deep state. It does not go to paying off our debt or to anything they're saying. It goes first to them, then is spread by them the way that they see fit while we do all the work, all the labor and have our, our fortunes basically pillaged for their own gain. And we've seen from 2008 and now with this climate emergency, Build Back Better bill and this uh, created war, we're seeing it again. They are trying to transfer all money, all money of all free people to themselves in the trillions of dollars. And the goal is to get us onto all of us, on anyone who survives all of the things they've planned, including the pandemic, onto a universal basic income to have some kind of socialist, um, communist, dystopian dream that has failed hundreds of times, but certainly in Mao's China, in the Bolshevik Revolution, in Hitler's Germany. And, and these are the same people. But the United Nations uh, really needs to be examined. It is not what it seems. And it is um, Kofi Annan, under, when Clinton was in there as well, um, 
had made many statements where he said that the Davos banking cabal, the crew uh, in Switzerland, was really uh, running the United Nations. At this point, the United Nations has more CCP members running it than any other country in the world. So again, the, the CCP should never have been in, but once George Bush walked into, and I know a lot of us were, didn't understand that the Bushes were in on it till the last... Till, till no, Trump. I mean, that's totally, Bill, I used to love the Bushes. And I know. I thought they were, and I'll, but I'll tell you what, when you look back on it, you know, George H.W. Herbert Walker Bush, the, the elder one, he would talk about the new world order, and he would kept saying it, and people would say, I can't believe he's saying that, but I... Us patriots would say, no, he doesn't really, it's just a term. He doesn't, right. he absolutely meant that. He did. And his son was worse than he is, I worse, think. Yes. And, and to, to understand it all, I have a good friend who was in the White House and in that world when uh, Reagan was the attempted assassination of Reagan. And if people look back and start to really dig in and want to really, the, the best way to fight this battle is to educate yourself and really understand who benefited from the propaganda that we were fed? I always tell people, and people should look this up, conspiracy theory was created by the CIA as a slur against anyone that questioned the CIA Warren Commission report on the murder of JFK. To this, everyone knows that that report was false and fake. And we're still waiting for documents that Trump declassified and then Joe Biden, when he got in, held back. They were supposed to come out in October of 2022. So the truth is that everyone that was involved in what happened to JFK are the same people involved in MLK, are the same people involved in Robert Kennedy. Really, really. Involved in Reagan. They're called the Senior Executive Service, the Military Industrial Complex. They're, they're all implicated in a lot of this stuff. But Jeez. they hold it back. And, and the one thing we have to always remember is who benefits from deceiving the public? in such a great way. Because um, like I was saying about Reagan, a lot of people that were there will tell you that Reagan really never came back. You know, all the Iran-Contra, all of that was really connected to George Bush Sr. You know, and his father really was one of the original architects of the One World Government UN, Pres Prescott Bush. So, you know, when you look at that, or you look at, there's the whole MENA Arkansas with the Clintons, Bush was also involved in that, which was with the Sandinistas. So the Bush-Clinton-Obama fallacy that they were not all on the same team has to be understood because the threat of Donald Trump was that he wasn't in that club. But all, all of them, both Bushes, Obama and Clinton, were all chosen by the people, I believe, that have more power than anyone in our government right now until we turn this around, which I believe we will. And it's really important for people to understand the battle right now when we go back to Steve Bannon or or Flynn or anyone that's being attacked that is actually going out there and fighting on the front lines with their own time, their own money, when they could be doing a million other things, Trump as well, they're, they're, they're fighting. They're fighting for us. They're fighting for freedom. They're actually fighting for all of humanity. And everyone has a part to play. I love Steve Bannon. I think he's a, he's a real warrior. He does not have to do this. And he is taking a lot of slings and arrows, including a lot of lawfare, which is millions of dollars to defend yourself. Just like Stone and, and, and Flynn and Navarro, everyone that was close to Trump, they're going to go after all of them, including him. This is lawfare. These people are trying to bankrupt these people because they have to go out, no matter how fake these charges are, and get attorneys. These attorneys are not working for free, and these are criminal cases. 
Navarro's already spent $500,000 and his case is contempt of Congress. When we had Eric Holder lie and be held in contempt, nothing happened. Hillary Clinton, 30,000 emails erased after a subpoena, nothing happened. So what we have to understand is the battle that we're fighting, everyone's on the front lines, is getting so attacked. So God bless them. God be with them. Steve Bannon is a good voice. And I'll tell you another thing why I think God is definitely uh, winning this battle. Because when I was speaking, I was supposed to speak right after you. So oh, you were? Oh, man. Now I feel even worse. <laughs> oh, I spoke for both of us. It, there you uh, go. So many good. people love, came up to me that love you. It was great. So I felt <laughs> like you were there. But when I was speaking, it was 8.15 Eastern. Trump was speaking at the same time to 50,000 plus people in Ohio. <laughs> Bannon speaking at the same time really? in, uh, in Arizona and then in Newport. And I'll tell you what, if you put to all that together, we're talking about millions and millions and millions of people that saw either the feed, the live stream, the replay of all three events. And we were all talking about the same thing. God and country, God wins. We will defeat the globalists. We will save America and every other sovereign nation and their sovereignty and their future and their culture, language, borders, and religion. And uh, I think that that says a lot. So good. You know, and I'll, I'll, let me make kind of a generalized comment too about the, the fact, you know, there's a, there's a, um, a saying that says, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I don't know if that was a Sun Tzu thing or something, but, you know, there are people in the patriot movement, good people, I don't agree with almost anything about what they do and how they believe. And some of them believe in aliens. Well, I don't believe in aliens, but some of them do. And, and they hold kind of wide range of odd views to me, but they're on the team. They're on the right. Patriot team and we need all the Patriots together. And, and so what I've had to deal with in myself is Steve in the, the old Steve would say, well, I don't want anything to do with that person or that, right. but you know, some of those people with the, that I consider odd, odd views. Um, I really listen to them when they give a historic report about what's going on. Cause the, a lot of those people with those kind of odd to me views are very student studied as far as what's going on behind the scenes. And, and when they talk, I listen. So I I'm learning, you know, you know, not to be in the seat of the judgment. You know, Psalms, Psalms one talks about don't be in the seat of the seat of the mocker or the scornful. So anyway, I just oh, thought right. I'd throw that in. So anyway, no, I agree with that a hundred percent. For me, also, it's been a journey. I started really, uh, as you know, and we've talked about before, about when the, around the first Epstein case in two thousand and eight. I was in Hollywood, but I was back and forth, and I'd been very, I'd known a lot about the Epstein case, and it's way bigger. It's still. It connects to what we're even going to talk about today, which is the transhumanism agenda that just got imposed on our nation. Yeah. Not, not one mainstream media uh, covered this. They didn't cover the, the any of it at all. So this tells you that it matters. I didn't even I, know it happened. And I, they did that on purpose because they don't want us to know it happened. No, they didn't cover it. And it was a big deal. And it's a lot of our money going towards it. And it's from the World Economic Forum, which we'll prove right now. But what I want to say about what you said, which is very important, because I saw this morning... I'm not allowed to read comments. I, luckily, yeah. I have Rob who doesn't let me because it's very <laughs> hard because I've evolved. I really started talking about the pedophile agenda, the satanic agenda, what I knew about Hollywood and fashion and New York City and, and, and the Palm Beach situation with Epstein, how it all connected. Ten years ago, I, I saw that. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. When I started on this path, 
the current path, and and obviously I was I was I was familiar with Trump. I, I supported him since 2015 when I knew he was going to run. But what I will tell you is that um, I've learned over time. There are people that I fully agree with, and I feel like do the work. Uh, for me, I've gotten to a place where I can't speculate. If I can't prove it, I don't have it anymore on my show, and I don't speak about it because I can prove enough. <laughs> that is good enough to convince me that we are in a battle of good versus yeah. evil and God versus Satan. And my whole thing is God wins. So yeah. a lot of these people um, that we both know and that I, I used to do shows with some people I don't anymore, not because I don't like them or I don't, I just can't prove that what they're saying is true. And, yeah. and there's enough of people doing that or connecting dots that I don't see and I can't find information on. So That's God good. bless everyone. I say, take what everyone says and yeah. then, like, do your own work. I have a great resource page, totally free on my website. There's so many rabbit holes and, and honestly, real documents. I have all the D class there. You, you can do your own research. So I say everyone should take, go inside. God gave everyone the ability to discern, to have free will, to have free thought. Take the God, advantage God gave you and go figure it out. Listening to everyone doesn't mean you have to agree with them, but everyone kind of that is on the side of good and God and, and, and survival of, uh, you know, humanity as we see God intended is, is, is worth it right now. You know, we are in a battle. And I say that also about Democrats and independents, because this is a weird thing that's happening. And I want you to know, and I want people out there to know, because it's been hard. Mostly all the Democrats seem so um invested in anti-trade i feel like a lot of them didn't vote for biden they voted against trump or the caricature of which the media and dnc and everyone created of trump yeah but right now a lot of democrats feel like orphans in that party and that's an opportunity for people like us because there are a lot of uh, unfortunately people that still watch you know the mainstream media read the new york times washington post usa today reuters guardian don't know that they are all controlled by the same people that are, have usurped our government and, and they're getting propaganda on purpose. But I say be open because especially what I'm going to talk about right now, it affects everyone, regardless of race, religion, yeah. color, you know, what you believe. There are no two parties right now. There are no yeah. Republican and Democrat. There are people who love this country, God and yeah. country, our Constitution, our Bill of Rights and our Declaration of Independence and those who are on the side of the globalists. And a lot of people that don't know at all that we are in a serious battle for that. For the and future. let me just add to that and just and say it again in a different way. Um, only until recently, because Mel, you've been saying this for a long time. It's we're no longer uh, Democrat and Republican. And even probably when you first said that, I might have said, "Well, I know we're not Democrat, and there's some bad Republicans, but you know, where I'm Republican." Well, basically, most of the Republicans are sold out to the deep state too, most of them. And I think you, I maybe was it you and I, and it was probably Johnny, someone that, I mean, we've maybe narrowed it down to just probably 10 righteous Republicans. I agree with that. I think yeah. it was one of us, but yeah. I mean, those are the people that get attacked though. You, you have to understand it's also obvious. And, and again, there's different ways that people have been captured. Some have been captured by blackmail. There's a great book out by Whitney Webb called, um, United States, I think it's called the United States of Blackmail. You have to go oh. search for it because they're mm. hiding it. But she really digs into like how blackmail has manipulated our, our government and all governments and how Epstein fit in because that's what he him and Maxwell did. And they're still not being held accountable. And we still don't know who their clients are, but we must keep pushing for that because they are blackmailed, bribed, 
A lot of them got away with a lot of insider trading, which is why I say when God and uh, and our country returns to power in this country, not that God's not in power, but I mean, visibly, yeah, right. justice and, uh, and righteousness returns, every single person in Congress uh, and, uh, and Senate and the executive branch needs to be audited because that's another thing. Because a lot of them that are compromised are compromised because of shady business deals or taking money from lobbyists or taking money from uh, bribes and or or going into contracts that hurt their constituents but made them or their family members money. We have a I, I learned this new word. Everyone should look it up. It's a cacistocracy. K a k i s t I think R-A-C-Y. A, a, a good guy wrote a book about this. A cacistocracy is a government ruled by the worst people. It's a, it's by the people that are the most unscrupulous and really and, yeah and immoral. And uh, his whole his whole thing. I want to tell you what the book's called because it's an excellent book and it really does lay out what we the people can do. He was in the government for many years. I just want to tell your audience what the book is called. It's worth looking yeah. up. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, um, my goodness. It's called. Let's see. Are we living in a cacistocracy? K a k i s t o c r a c y. K a k i s t o c r a c y. It's a new word to me, but basically it means. Um, I'll, I'll just give you the, the definition here. Uh, cacistocracy means cacistocs are members of Congress, judges, the president, bureaucrats who occupy thousands of positions in our government whom we pay handsomely for management of our country. These are the people that make, enforce, interpret, reinterpret hundreds of thousands of laws and regulations that govern almost every aspect of our lives. These are the people who determine if we are free or in prison, safe or at risk, mm. rich or poor. And um, the book is called Reform the Cacistocracy. Oh. And it's by this guy. Let me, let me pull it. Uh, it is by... I just had it. Hold on, guys. I'm sorry. Um, reform the Cacistocracy. Okay. I just want to give you his name because it's worth worth reading. Uh, William L. Koufax, K-O-V-A-C-S. It's called Ruled by the Least Able and Least Principles. <laughs> that That's what I think where we are right now. And it's... Uh, mm. And and what's funny is Glenn Beck talked about it during the Obama administration being that. And then like I saw Clapper and somebody else talked about it during the Trump. And now it's like, it doesn't matter who's in office. If the people that are being chosen, I believe selected, because again, you and I to discuss last time, I think, uh, well, I, I know from people who were there during, especially during Nixon, uh, Nixon administration, the first run, uh, the, when they put in the machines to vote, this is not new. The machines were put in to vote to cheat. This is not, this is not about 2020. That this was a, why they went from hand counted ballots, because if we have enough precincts and voting places, counting the ballot by hand is the safest way. And there are enough American citizens and veterans and, and police officers and frontline workers that are retired that would go count every ballot, <laughs> you know, even if it was 5,000 in every yeah. The machines were always put in to cheat. It is, it is a fact among everyone that was involved in the 70s when they brought them in. And uh, a lot of people know this. Certainly everyone in the CIA and FBI, especially back then. So um, so this, uh, so this what, what we're saying now is, uh, I don't know if you saw Selection Code. My friends, the Thayers, put out a movie uh, with Laura Logan 
I um, heard heard it. I don't think I've seen it because I would think I remember. Was it a, a documentary? Yeah, it's a short okay. documentary, but it's okay. about Tina Peters and what happened in Colorado. Similar okay. to 2000 um, Mule, similar to the plot against the president. These all really show, and a lot of the stuff on Gateway Pundit and other places that are called conspiracy theorists, you know, and what's going, what we've seen in the footage in Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, everywhere. The, the, the cheating is not new. The level of it is new. And yeah. I believe that the downfall will be the cover-up of it. And just like with the Hunter Biden laptop. But um, that's where I think we are. And that, that idea of the cacistocracy of that they are selecting the people that are most easily blackmailed and manipulated. And, you know, then there's all kinds of things that we don't even, that the American people don't realize are pulling strings, like think tanks and NGOs and lobbyists and PACs. I mean, we, what we, we, have, we have had our vote. We got to stop looking at the whole election thing as like, oh, it was just this. We've had our vote as American citizens totally uh, demolished by money by billionaires and trillionaires that have vested interests in certain people being in office. And um, that's where I'm saying we can all come together, independent, Democrat, Republican, you know, people that don't vote are the people I care about the most right now because they're yeah. feeling it. And they, they, they feel like, well, who cares if we vote? It does matter. But what we have to also look at is there's a lot of American citizens that have had it and go out and run and they are being blocked. By, to even achieve, let alone that there's so much money against them and they're being smeared like the Carrie Lakes of the world and, you know, people, Mark Bitch and people like that. But also it's the GOP and the DNC seem not to want any newcomers. And I think another thing we need to do is not only have term limits, but honestly, nobody should be able to be making a fortune in office. You know, the fact that they make $170,000 minimum a year when the average person is like basically on the edge of poverty is bad enough. They get pensions for life. They do mm. insider trading is not being watched, which is a huge deal. And many, most of them leave millionaires and then go to businesses or go to law firms or, or lobby firms or whatever with jobs that they make millions of dollars. <sighs> being in the government should, should be a civic duty that you feel like right. you own the country. Totally. And we really have to go back to that. Now, to get to today, since I've already wasted so much time, um, but, we, you know, we really just have to understand we have we have probably five weeks now to yeah. really understand what we're voting for. And and really, everyone, look up every single person. Doesn't matter if they're an incumbent. Doesn't matter if they're new. Look at what they stand for, where they come from, what if they're in office, what they voted for. If they voted for the infrastructure bill, the Green New Deal, Build Back Better bill, any of these bills, you have to understand they're not working for you. They're not. And um, what happened this week is something that uh, you're going to have a problem with because you and I both believe God gave us all uh, perfect machines known as yeah. the body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, God gave us also uh, so many gifts, including our souls and inalienable yeah. rights and, and potential beyond our wildest dreams if we have the tools to reach that potential and the ability to heal ourselves mentally emotionally spiritually um and so much but um what what happened last week it was september 12th 2022 and uh it's going to be hard because this is another time that you and i have to really unpack what they're saying from what it sounds like they're saying and again joe biden didn't write this joe biden is not running the country Joe Biden was picked because he's the most easily manipulated, most corrupt, 
and most blackmailed uh, a bull of them all, A, and B, he has been for 20 years involved with Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum in the globalization and one world government agenda. He wrote an op-ed, anyone can look it up, in 1991 in the Wall Street Journal on the New World Order, How I Learned to Love the New World Order by Joe Biden. All the way back then, he was the globalist in charge of Ukraine. He was the main guy with Davos and all of that under Obama when he got into office. And if you go read his writings about Russia and Ukraine from when he was uh, vice president, it's gonna tell you exactly what's going on in Ukraine because this has all been planned out. So, <laughs> sorry guys. No, on, that's good, uh, yeah. September 12th, 2022, he comes out and he makes an announcement that an executive order, which God willing, you know, Things turn around in every executive order, which is all socialism, globalism, and communism in a in in fun in words turned upside down, is uh, needs to be reversed. But good thing they tried to reverse some of Trump's executive orders, so we can now use it against them. <laughs> but um, executive order on advancing biotechnology and biomanufacturing innovation for sustainable, safe, and secure American bioeconomy. Now, what they're pitching this as, so he puts it out here, and what he says is, uh, it is policy of my administration to coordinate a, it says, whole of government in all of his executive orders, which are all unconstitutional. Most of them are just straight up socialism, communism, and, and you know, kleptocracy. Yeah. But uh, whole of government means in his executive orders that every agency in the government, including the three branches that are supposed to watch each other, because we are supposed to have uh, three branches of government that do checks and balances on mm -hmm. the other. You know, his whole of government that he has and everything, and nice writing by uh, Su uh, you know Susan Rice and uh, Obama's team of uh, legal eagles, uh, means that nobody can challenge this on any level, in any agency, under any circumstance. Whole of government means I, the president, say everyone in the government has to adhere to this. And people should also know that since Biden is in office, our government now, we employ, we the people with our taxpayer dollars, two million people, two million people in, in probably 20 agencies that are fully unconstitutional as per our constitution. But so he says, um, this is to coordinate a whole of government approach to advance biotechnology, biomanufacturing towards an innovation, innovative solutions for health, climate change, energy, food security, agriculture, supply chain resilience, and national and economic security. Central to this policy, again, equity and socialism, you should just put in the same thing. Central to this policy and its outcomes are principles of equity, ethics, safety, and security to enable access to technology, processes, products in a manner that benefits all Americans and the global community. Gee. And making global community promises in an executive order for we the people that maintains United States techno technological leadership and competitiveness. Now, he also, uh, the same day, made a speech about this. And in the speech, he called this, this whole executive order is based on something he calls the cancer moonshot. He made this uh, speech also on this, because um, it was JFK, who, you know, is rolling over in his grave every time he hears Biden speak, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> as a Democrat, he would never be a, one of these Democrats. So JFK had this whole moonshot thing about going to the moon. 
So Biden uses a lot that his son Bo had cancer, died of it. So he calls this this whole program cancer moonshot to end cancer as we know it. So that's how he announced this um, this bill. Um, and uh, this was, again, um, part of now people have to go back and understand mRNA technology they say was invented to cure cancer. Okay, mRNA technology is what's used in the vaccines. Yeah, oh. Technologies. So, and then another thing people should look up is the Rockefeller Foundation and Institute, cancer, American Cancer Society, chemotherapy and and pharmaceuticals. Because this, again, they're using the word cancer because people are emotionally charged. Everyone's lost somebody to cancer. My dad's cancer five times and he's still alive which is just a miracle but i will tell you that the use of cancer has you kind of have to take it for what it's worth so on the 12th he comes out he makes his remarks he introduces his new executive order on biotechnology Mm. bioeconomy so if it's really for the health and biology and all of that. Why is he including bioeconomy? Because it's going to make. I mean, this is is he created this word? I've never heard this word before. They're creating this, right? Well, he didn't, but we'll get to who did. Okay, okay. And he comes out and he says, uh, "This is his cancer moonshot initiative to end cancer once and for all." Um, and he comes out and announces this. But if you read it, the executive order calls for a rapid development of bioeconomy to address societal goals like reprogramming human biology. The order refers to the bioeconomy as economic activity derived from the life sciences. So making money again off of this, just like the climate emergency bill, particularly in the areas of biotechnology, biomanufacturing, including industry products, services, and training workforce. Of course, in the bill, the workforce is going to be diversity, equity, inclusion, and uh, it's going to be training the uh, the people of the underserved community. Though at this point, every American citizen, regardless of race, color, or gender, is basically underserved, as we all suffer. But he's still doing the divide and conquer that there's a race that deserves more. So they're going to be educated in this in this bill. Then it says the order directs multiple federal agencies to work with private sector companies to develop genetic engineering technologies to write circuitry for cells and to predictively program biology. To write circuitry for cells? Isn't that an act of God? From I mean, I mean... Yes, I, it is. If you believe in God, you have to know right now that this is called, tech, tech, this is called transhumanism. This is what these people want. This is who Joe Biden is working for. They want eternal life for them. To get rid of as many of us or put us onto the blockchain through melding, as Klaus Schwab and Harari say, humanity with AI technology to all go the Internet of Things to be controlled and tracked and traced digitally from the inside out. We talked about last time at the World Economic Forum, um, I believe it was the head of uh, Moderna, but certainly Pfizer was there, too, and Nokia and, uh, and Alibaba. They were all talking about surveillance going under the skin. And a lot of people speculated that the vaccine, especially the boosters, has technology in it, like Charles Lieber from Harvard with Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Gates created at the Wuhan lab or in Wuhan, China, and the NIH funded. So here's where this is going to the next level of transhumanism, which is which a lot of people believe is the goal 
not only of the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset, but of the one world government, which is the end of freedom and God and humanity. And uh, for them, eternal life, because that's what they that's what they do. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button to become a partner today. So in this, it also says, this is exact wording, folks, okay? And again, executive order. So we have no informed consent. This is these, He's imposing this on all people. You will not get a religious exemption like you didn't for the vaccine. You will, you will be shunned and everything. I know what they're planning, which is the digital track and trace ID connected to what we talked about last time, the central bank digital currency, and then the World Health Organization pandemic treaty again is coming up. This is involved. So anyway, right out of the thing, it says, uh, it says for biotechnology and biomanufacturing to help us achieve our societal goals, these are the goals of the World Economic Forum and the Davos crew, not the, we, the people of the United States, mind you. So this is like treason to begin with, but uh, and yeah. that's a good word. But I didn't see any people in the United States decide that our societal goals were transhumanism. No, no. That, it's written in a way to infer that we did agree to this. Right, right. And it says that, it says to achieve our societal goals, the United States needs to develop in foundational scientific capabilities. We need to develop genetic engineering technologies and techniques to be able to write circuitry for cells, predictably program biology in the same way in which we write software and program for computers. <sighs> Folks, this is what it says. Please look at the bill. This is, and, and it's an executive order. So he's, this is the same thing that they're doing. And, and the executive um, order has already been made, Mel. Yeah. And there, in this, in this executive order that's already been given by Biden, it's saying that we're going to write predictive programming for human cells in the same way that we, we write computer code. Which yeah. is, in other words, we're going to take over and play God instead of anything else that anyone believes. We're going to, we're going to start programming your body, and you have no choice. Right. And here's the crazy part of the mouth, the mainstream media. He announced this goal. In February 2020, this executive order was announced. That's when he first talked about it. Now we are at, we are so far, we are at uh, September 2022 when he announces that it's going into action as an executive order. So all this time, only two people on the planet I've seen write anything about it. And um, and what is so crazy is it, it gets it, people have to also look back on because I call them the Fourth Reich, the people running the world. The, the, yeah. that are, you know, um, this is eugenics. We have been told, you know, Martha Sat Margaret Sanger and um, and uh, it was Bill Gates's dad who funded Planned Parenthood did it for eugenics purposes. They didn't hide it. It was called and uh, eugenics, what which people should know. Eugenics is uh, this. It's basically survival of the fittest. Does designed by the government. So the government, like Hitler, decides that Jews, gypsies, mentally ill, uh, infirmed, and people in hospice are a plague to society, uh, So or, or unvaccinated people. So they need to be removed. Eugenics is doing it through science, which is why, plan, why abortion was legalized and all of that, why abortion was even, even happening. Abortion is eugenics. It was 
Margaret Sanger, people always say to me, well, Planned Parenthood isn't started by a eugenicist who wanted to not have any uh, black babies in America. Yeah, go read her writing. It's yeah, and it absolutely was. Um, it absolutely was. And she was a hero of Hillary Clinton. Go read her writing. Along with Hillary Clinton's hero, Saul Linsky, who wrote his book based on Luciferian principles and says it. But um, we really do have to understand that that's what's in there. And then going on further, I, I want people to understand that this is um, this is uh, also a good friend of mine, Karen Kingston, uh, aptly said, and she's a, she's an amazing whistleblower and has, has shared a lot. She said when this came out, let me read between the lines. Biden's September 12th, 2022 executive order declares that Americans must surrender all human rights that stand in the way of transhumanism. Clinical trial safety standards and informed consent will be eradicated as they stand in the way of universally unleashing gene editing technologies needed to merge with AI in order to achieve the fourth industrial revolution societal goals of the new world order. Crimes against humanity are not only legal now, but they're mandatory. And um, if you go on and you, you read more about it, you're going to see that as you go through it, um, that the, this is actually a deal with Big Pharma. <laughs> so, so everyone involved in the shot and the pandemic and Event 201 and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Gavi and Pfizer, Moderna, all involved in this. And really at the top is the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and the Fourth Industrial Revolution Great Reset. But let me let me connect the dots here because what they've done is that they're going around like we've discussed, public-private partnership. The one world government doesn't function as a government. It functions as a, a central world bank with all control of all corporations. The corporations then, public-private, they decide what's gonna happen. And then the governments of our nations uh, implement what the one world government right now, the face is Davos, uh, has planned. And, and it, you know, that's the way it's can, going. Can I ask you on that public private? Cause you, so you talk about that all the time Yeah. and on uh, every time you're coming, coming on. And of course it's got a ring to it. Like, Oh, it's a public private. We're all going to work together. What it means is, let me ask you to clarify that if a public private means that we're going to work with the biggest corporations they're going to do our bidding. We're going to tell them because we're the government. That's the public. Yeah. I don't know. Am I saying that? And then the, the corporation. It's not us. Yeah. It's not the us. Is the it's really the bankers at the Bank of International yeah. Settlement, IMF, World Bank, in cahoots with the World Health Organization, World Economic Forum, you know, UN, and, and then their minions that run our country. The and am I, Mel, is it, is it an overstatement? That they're what they're trying to do is to say that this public-private partnership is a partnership that we will say who lives and who dies and let's get on with it. Yeah, hundred percent. And and if we happen to use the pharmaceuticals who make all the medicine that we're going to give you people to help you live, and it turns out that it helps you die, well, oops. Yeah, yeah, and all roads lead back to the same billionaires that fund all of it, and because in the same families, the, the same same people. For a hundred years, that's why I call the, them the Fourth Reich. And the, you know, the people that are watching commercials on television, and no matter what drug it is, it seems like they'll say yeah. this could happen, and this could happen, and this could happen, and or you could die. And and that's that's probably more by design than we think. Would you say? A hundred percent. But what you should notice about what you just said is 
the only commercials for back for drugs that don't say all the ways you could die or could harm you is the vaccine. If you look yeah. at the vaccine commercials, they're the only commercials that I've seen in the last 10 years for a pharmaceutical that doesn't end with the risks. Because guess what? They won't admit what's even in it yet. Our governments are working for the <laughs> public-private partnership. So a good example of a public-private partnership is that our Constitution and Bill of Rights would never allow a gun registry in America. Right. Uh, and, you know, and we're fighting it. So they know that. They've already lost all the false flags, all the uh, gun-grabbing plans. Everything they've tried isn't working. And so what happened last week? Well, three members of the World Economic Forum Public-Private Partnership American Express, Visa, and MasterCard internationally internationally agreed to change the coding on billing for credit cards of guns and ammunition for private usage. That means that they, now we know that our government, especially since the uh, uh, Unconstitutional Patriot Act, our government, there's plenty of evidence now has been spying, that's all been turned on us. So at this point, our government's public-private partnership, which are the oligarchs and billionaires that run our country, will simply have to ask, without a warrant, without a crime committed, you could just donate to Donald Trump maybe at some point, maybe now, and they will call Amex, Visa, MasterCard, like they've done with everyone from January 6th with the phone companies and the banks. Because, you know, a lot of people from January 6th were caught uh, being in the Capitol, not committing a crime, because Bank of America and other banks turned over ATM records and Verizon and other phone companies turned over geo-tracking. So what this, this public-private partnership has done is usurped our government and our constitution and made it that our government, which is now against basically anyone that doesn't agree with Joe Biden yeah. and his friends, mm. can now call Visa, or Visa might even just tell them that, or the IRS, think about how that's going to work, well, this person just bought a gun and all this ammunition at this place in South Florida on his Amex or on his visa. This is out there. This is real news. So what I'm telling you is this is what we're talking about when I say public-private partnership. And all of these people, I beg of everyone, go to the World Economic Forum website, weforum.org. They're getting very upset because there's hundreds of million people in the world looking at them. And, and rightly so. Right now this week, they're having a meeting. The Clinton Foundation is having a meeting. The UN's having a meeting. The IMF's having a meeting. This week in really? Iceland, right here. So what you have to understand is that everyone should go to the World Economic Forum and look at who their public-private partners are. There's a place where you can look at partners. And you can also look up everyone. So you look up Eric Schmidt from uh, that I believe is running the Department of Defense and involved in this executive order. He ran Google Alphabet. He ran Google China. He runs right now Schmidt Futures. He is he is the top guy. I'm telling you, advising the Biden administration on AI and on transhumanism and all of that. Member of the World Economic Forum, Leah uh, Fink, BlackRock, who owns everything in America. All the public-private partnership corporations basically run by what that guy says. He's on the board of the World Economic Forum. CEO of BlackRock on the board of the Council of Foreign Relations and the only uh, banking company that can do business with the CCP. You know, you go through Bill Gates, same thing. You go through Elon Musk, same thing. These guys have more power than anyone in our government and they all happen to be involved in that in that Davos crew somehow, though I think Musk is, is breaking away. So 
uh, just to continue on on down this path. By the way, let me let me just uh, say that again. So you believe that Musk is breaking away from the evil group? Is that is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, to what extent, I'm not sure. But you yeah. know what? Like I said in the beginning of the show, he is making good moves for transparency he, for us. He is. He is. So, well, I, I'm glad to hear you say that. I didn't pull that out of you, but I've I've wondered about Musk because you hear reports on both sides. He seems like he's doing more good than what people felt like he was raised from by people with bad motives or something. That's yeah, I mean, for me, he's a wild card. All yeah. I know, there's a, there's a couple wild cards out there. Yeah. All I know is uh, he's doing some things that are that I believe, and you know what, this he can do whatever he wants. He's the richest man on the planet. The fact that he's the richest man on the planet gives me a pause. But at the same yeah. time, some of the well, things he's doing... You know, the thing about it is the richest... Well, I was just saying the, the richest man on the planet would have a motivation to have only what he wants if he was like some of these uh, globalist, elitist, wealthy people. He can have anything he wanted. He doesn't have to fight on behalf of our right. privacy. And be, yes, yeah, so that okay. But anyway, what you were saying. Yeah, I agree with that. So um, we're getting late here, but I want to I want to make sure people understand where we are. So I'll move it forward a little. Go, go for it. So um, what you have to remember is that. Uh, in this executive order, they um, what they are looking for is melding humans with computers to go on the Internet of Things and to basically control everyone through AI, through the through the World Economic Forum AI um, algorithms that would be controlled by the one world government people involved there. But um, we have to remember that they have already admitted that we we have hacked the software of life. Humans are now uh, hackable animals. They no longer have free will. This is said by Noah Harari, who's the head scientist at the World Economic Forum. Um, the executive order also uh, goes on, uh, is, is being placed into uh, you know, the registry at the same time that Biden's about to go back to the United Nations World, Nations World Health Organization, um, where basically he's ceding our sovereignty over health emergencies to the globalists. The World Health Organization is completely controlled by the globalists. It is not about our health. It is about using science and medicine as a tool. But um, just some things in this. The term biotechnology means technology that applies to or is enabled by life science innovation and product development. Biomanufacturing means the use of biological systems to develop products, tools, processes. Bioeconomy means the money that is derived from such scientists. Biodata, which is all over this, means the information associated with uh, structure, function, processes, biological. So that's all in there. And then we know, now when I bring up transhumanism, people get confused. So I, I just, I want to explain. So Klaus Schwab has already stated that the goal of the World Economic Forum and their public-private partners which include all of our governments, including Joe Biden, uh, you know, Trudeau, Macron, Merkel, all of them are members. Um, also, Gavin Newsom, Pete Buttigieg, uh, a lot of a lot of people in our country as well have gone through that program. And it's not just you don't just go to the meetings. The young global leaders are trained. They go back for five years and they pledge their loyalty to this. So transhumanism for people that, that don't know what it is, believe in something called singularity. Okay, so there are two principles of transhumanism and the fourth industrial revolution as 
Klaus Schwab wrote a book, COVID-19, The Great Reset. He then wrote a book called The Fourth Industrial Revolution. And Kissinger, the architect, the guy who really created the one world government, and Eric Schmidt, who's running the AI machine behind our country and the world, they also wrote a book about transhumanism being the future. So transhumanism believe that uh, soon acquired heightened capacities, not through prayer, meditation, personal discipline, or achievement, but merely by taking a pill, engineering our DNA through CRISPR technologies, or from birth, uh, harnessing medical science and technology to trans transcend normal physical limitations, like um, like super soldiers, or you know, uh, the implanting, uh, you know, uh, transistors or whatever, like Elon Musk in your brain, or or you know injecting you with nanoparticles yeah. that can be hacked into. Um, the other part of transhumanism promises that experience, uh, soon the experience of, of humans that exist, uh, will be uh, eternal life, uh, indefinite existence in this world, not in the next, uh, and that this will be achieved through science, technology, and AI. Uh, transhumanists believe in uh, singularity, which uh, a point in human history when the crescendo of scientific advances becomes unstoppable, enabling transhumanists to recreate themselves in their own image indefinitely. And basically, if you want, you know, whatever you want in life, that uh, you can, it can be achieved by hacking into your cells and your brain and manipulating them. Um, it also means that death will no longer exist. So. Uh, it believes that repeatedly renewing our bodies through cloned organ replacements um, or having heads cryogenically frozen like Epstein wanted um, and then following eventual surgical attachments or different bodies or downloading your soul. <laughs> Gee. I know it sounds nuts, but you have to understand that everything in this executive order is lining up with everything that the transhumanist fourth industrial revolution agenda states. They expect transhumanists expect themselves because we are going to be uh, attached to the grid, which they can turn on and off whenever they want. Internet of things, Internet of bodies is the goal for us, for them. And they talk about it openly in their events. Uh, Kurzweil, uh, uh, Rothblatt is leaders in this. Um, Klaus Schwab, obviously Schmidt. But also, um, you know, Harari is the is the leader in this, and he, he was just Harari was just in America, spotted with Bill Gates. This is his baby. Uh, really, he's also, he's also been promoted by um, Zuckerberg, Gates, and Obama. His book *Sapiens* is the post-human world. Okay, so what they also believe is that by repeatedly renewing our bodies, right, um, transhumanist biggest goal is uh, uploading um, their everything onto like a computer, a, a metaverse. That's why I think the metaverse is evil. Transhumanists expect to ultimately live without an end in cyberspace, kept, testing their own virtual realities. Um, basically, Harari said, I think it is likely in the next 200 years or so, homo sapiens will upgrade themselves into some idea of a divine being, God themselves, either, either through bio biological manipulation or genetic engineering, by the creation of cyborgs, part organic, part non-organic. Harari goes on to say, religion is the most important invention of humans. As long as humans believe, 
believed, they relied more and more on, on these gods. They were more controllable. With religion, it's easier to understand. You can't, convince, you, can, you can't convince a chimpanzee to give you a banana with the promise it will get 20 more bananas if chimpanzee is in heaven. It won't do it, but humans will. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. He goes on to say that um, uh, human invention of religion and money enabled humans to be subdued on Earth. Traditional religion, uh, he believes, is a fiction that binds us together. He says, what we see in the last few centuries is humans becoming more powerful. They no longer need the crutches of God. Now we are saying we do not need God. We have the technology to do better. I mean, this is obviously Luciferian. This is demonic in every possible way. You know, it's like, what would the devil say if you heard him talk? If you heard him talk, this is what he would say. This is what he believes and this is what he's doing. He's trying to do. He's trying, you know. I mean, I still sit there and I think, who died and made this? Uh, Noah Harari or Klaus Schwab? Who? Where did these guys get the? They're just like even boring to look at and listen to. Where did they get this kind of? Well, they got it from uh, Rockefeller and and <laughs> and uh, and all the all the people at the top. They got it from all of them and uh, and the entire pyramid that we talk about. That's where they got it, and uh, they keep they keep going and Kissinger yeah. and all of them. Uh, they they spurn these people. 1971, Klaus Schwab starts the World Economic Forum. At that same time, a, a lot of things happen, including the publishing of Rules for Radical by Saul Alinsky, including the end of the gold standard. And I mean, so much happened. And the architect behind that was Kissinger and Rocco, David Rockefeller. Um, and on from that, I just want you to know, World Economic Forum announces that they're going to start market tripping humans at birth. Uh, and that they will be manipulating augmented reality. Uh, so, okay, so I've told you everything about, about that so far. Now, now for everyone to understand, because you have to understand who we're fighting. We're not fighting each other. What we're fighting is people that would like to turn us into cattle that is programmable at, for those who survive. And, and for these kind of people, the only people that are going to survive are those that they still need, which will be just serfs. It'll be a feudal system. But the Internet of Bodies is the other thing that is in this. Um, if you know how to read this executive order and decode what it's saying, and I'll get to why, why I believe this as soon as I can. I just want everyone to understand. The Internet of Bodies is basically the technology, they're saying, will make your life easier in the short term. But in the long term, you'll be dehumanized and basically slaves of the, of the cabal. Um, because it is explained like this, um, internet of bodies, a growing industry of devices that monitor the human body, collect health and other personal information and transmit data over the internet in order to qualify as an internet of body device. The technology must contain software or computing capability that interacts with internal biometrics, be able to communicate across the internet connected devices to a mainframe, i.e., like Noah Harari says, the algorithm controlled by them, and also collect person-generated health, biometric, GPS data, and alter the body's function from the outside through the connection to the Internet of Things, Internet of Body. These include smart meters, smart watches, virtual assistants, self-driving cars, and injections. 
So that's what they've been talking about over there for the fourth industrial revolution. I also want the audience to know that Biden administration, uh, two days after this, unveiled a plan to invest $2 billion of our taxpayer money into turning the transhuman agenda into reality. What I do want everyone to know that you probably don't know so far is that in January 12, 2016, Joe Biden gave a speech at the World Economic Forum for Klaus Schwab that was titled, A Moonshot to Cure Cancer. Really, way back then. So he supposedly just came up with this. This is 22. So in, uh, yeah, so people have to understand, World Economic Forum annual meeting, 2016, keynote speakers, Francis Collins, who had to resign from the NIH, who was Fauci's boss. Eric Lander from the Broad Institute, who works with Eric Schmidt, and Joe Biden. Joe Biden makes the speech for America at the World Economic Forum 2016. He comes out and he says that it will be this national, and he's placed in that position by um, Barack Obama. He was vice president uh, for under Obama at that time. Yes. Right. Barack Obama, who funded before he was president, when he was senator, he was involved in the carbon footprint and all of that when he was uh, an environmental activist working with uh, the World Economic Forum's Al Gore and John Kerry to do the whole carbon, you know, committee of 300. Somehow Obama's involved in that. Obama puts the first bioweapons lab in Ukraine with Senator Luger when he was a first-year senator. Uh, his whole history with CIA should be out there. It's still hidden. He hid all his records. But um, the next thing that Obama did um, was he announced he, he backed something called the Brain Initiative with MIT and Harvard, which uh, was to study the brain. But uh, I, I, would, I would question right now what part of the brain? Mind control? MK Ultra on a mass scale, nanotechnology to control humans, frequency. And the other thing he did was fund the Human Genome Project, which is collecting all of our DNA. And parents out there should know that your children's DNA is being collected and cataloged right now in America under this some of this stuff that's going on. Um, and so- and where where is it coming through? I mean, I think uh, Robin Bullock's talked about when people sign up for Ancestry to get their DNA, oh, yeah. that DNA is collected. Where, what other ways are they getting the DNA? They're doing it every time you go to the hospital and they take blood. Yeah. They're selling that blood. Really? And, and also Planned Parenthood is selling the blood. And uh, when you have a baby and, uh, they're, and they're taking that blood, I'm telling you right now that we are being cataloged as humans. There's a company, BGI, in Wuhan, China. Bill Gates is a partner that's cataloging um, our, our DNA. And everything and, and it's connect- When you say they're cataloging, you're not cataloging our types in an anonymous way. They're connecting it with our names? I believe so. Per- numbers. They don't care about our names. Okay. Like okay. if you look at the what they're, what they're planning with the track and trace system with the global um, digital currency and the global wallet and all of that, if you look at how they do it, it's already in play in China. Everyone has a number, like like a prison inmate. That's the same. It's going to be the same thing. I mean, if it's not already. But yeah. um, so he went, he went on the stage in 2016 and promised to seize the moment with the goal of the moonshot, cancer moonshot, at the World Economic Forum. He said big, he said science, data, research have to all be tapped into. Um, and he's going to be developing game-changing treatments 
with technology and big pharma, with genomics, genome, uh, with combination therapies and biotechnology and AI. That's 2016. He announces it this week. Then he announces, well, they've already announced. So DARPA is uh, the military's, they created a lot of the, the surveillance stuff. Um, but now they had created through this DARPA. We now have uh, three agencies that have come out of this. Uh, Eric Schmidt, again, is at the very top of a lot of this. He's also, you know, most people know him um, from Google or um, Alphabet. But he right now is Schmidt Futures and is the main advisor on all of this, all science and technology and Defense Department uh, of the Biden regime. He's one of the billionaires that runs everything that we don't see, but believe mm. me, he's there. But um, so they created out of this whole thing I'm talking about, health security. They're, they're putting it on that this is about national security. So health security is national security is what they're saying. And so they've created HARPA. We have DARPA, which is, uh, you know, DARPA is the, um, is the federal agency that works with um, the military that creates all the track and trace. Well, and I understand that uh, uh, Facebook was a DARPA project yeah, first log, right lifelog uh yeah. DARPA and inqtel inqtel is the is the and a lot of this is going to connect um tom renz has some stuff coming up with inqtel inqtel is the cia's hedge fund so when when the cia invents invests in something they use something a company or a group called inqtel inqtel hmm. works with darpa and the cia and a lot of this stuff ha happens but darpa so through this they've created harpa which is uh, acronym ARPA-H, and they turn it around. And this is the health uh, surveillance program that they um, are trying to mainstream. It's a new biomedical uh, research center uh, modeled after the military's high uh, defense advanced research project agency. So this is the health advanced research project agency. It's sounded as innovative, breakthrough, all of that. So they've created this. So I, I just want to want to go through. Everyone should look it up. So I, I want to add to this just so everyone gets the big picture. I'm yeah. trying to get along, but everyone needs to look this up. This is so this is so crazy because I'm telling you, a it's coming from a foreign entity that has usurped our country. B billionaires and trillionaires are going to benefit in the trillions of dollars from all of this technology. And C, we have no, we have not been informed of this. Like we, the central bank digital currency is the American people are not being informed that they're implementing this, and it's a track and trace social credit score. But now with this, they they are removing um, all informed consent. All like they're jumping over it, and this will benefit the pharmaceutical, biotechnology, and big tech only. Um, but what I do want to want to mention here is that. Um, uh, they put in the funds, so two billion and then five, six billion of taxpayer dollars for bio, biotechnology research and development R and D through the National Institute of Health, the Department of Agriculture, the Department of Defense, um, and um, they're going into business with some of the same people. Um, but what you really need to know on top of this is that they have picked a woman named Dr. Renee. Wegerzine, I think W-G-R-Z-Y-N-E, longtime mm. science advisor uh, and um, a uh, principal in a company called Ginkgo Bioworks Holdings, uh, first director of the Advanced Research Project Agency for Health. So this is the woman that they picked to run it. 
And um, the woman that they picked to run it, just so everyone gets this, she uh, she will be she will be housed at the NIH with Dr. Fauci and Collins and everyone involved. She... And um, but let's talk about who she is. So uh, she spent time in the industry and both in institutions that inspired the creation of HARPA, the Defense uh, Agency Research Projects Agency, uh, Defense Advanced Research Project. Intelligence Advanced Research Projects Activity. Um, at DARPA, where she already worked for the Department of Defense, she got a medal for her work um, and spent four years at Booz Allen Hamilton, which is one of the biggest military industrial complex people, uh, where she worked on the Nuclear Threat Initiative. She also, um, she also has worked with, uh, in the life sciences, she worked under both Obama and um, Biden. And uh, she will be uh, the top scientist appointment by Biden at all. And she's worked with the Broad Institute's Eric Lander, who had to leave the government, but was a partner of um, and with Smith Futures, also a partner of Jeffrey Epstein in his <laughs> MIT and H <laughs> Harvard stuff. And um, she is joined at the top of this agency uh, by another person. Um, that is also has a background in InQtel, uh, the CIA and DARPA. So people that are acting like this is a some kind of conspiracy theory really needs to look up all this stuff because uh, Eric, I mean, Derek Bros wrote a great article about this company, Ginkgo Bioworks, that the woman comes from. And it's called Ginkgo Bioworks is a World Economic Forum backed uh, group that describes itself as an organiz organism company. It says that the biotech giants, um, the scope of the research and projects has accrued billions of dollars. It comes from MIT scientists, some backed by Jeffrey Epstein, focuses on engineering biology for the purposes uh, of design, uh, for designing, engineering, developing, testing, and licensing organisms. The company refers to their work as biology by design, stating that programming cells to make everything from food to material to therapeutics to organisms. Ginkgo researchers use genetic engineering to design and print new DNA for a range of uh, plants, bacteria, and animals. These organisms can then be licensed out for artificial flavors and sweeteners, cosmetics, ingredients, crop treatments, pharmaceuticals, and vaccines. Uh, the with the name recognition, they raise um, a ton of money, and then um, they have other partners. All the partners come under the World Economic Forum. Jeez. Never so, uh, and then on top of that, they have been uh, this company has been backed by both Bill Gates and Eric Schmidt, and uh, they also have something called the Ferment Consortium, Ginkgo's foundry for biological engineering. It's interrent um, co code-based model, an extensive industry network of partners and investors to meet global challenges and transform the industries, um, leveraging biology. So I guess the whole point of my, my diatribe today is that, um, and again, these people uh, behind the scenes are the same people that have been engineering all of well, this. Well, and, and Mel, that's what you've been saying too. Each time it, it turns out to be the same people. Then you, same the next people. time you come on, there's more crimes against humanity planned or being. It's the same people. It's always the same people. It's like each of these evil 
players are tied to multiple, multiple organizations or companies or, or yeah. forums, you know. Yeah, but the people at the top are all the same. So this yeah. is why when I started the show saying we're in a cacistocracy, we're in a we're in a government. Our government in America right now is beholden to people that are manipulating the planet. All of us. They are involved. They are involved in manipulating what's going on. The build the whole build back better. They are involved in the war in Ukraine and Ukraine itself and the manipulation of the propaganda that is lying to everyone. They don't care if every person in Ukraine dies so they can build back Ukraine better and hide whatever crimes they were doing there. They are all involved in the top level, the World Economic Forum. They're all involved at the top level with the IMF, the World Bank, the UN, the World Health Organization, uh, Bill Gates, Eric Schmidt, you know, uh, Larry Fink, uh, Bezos. They all come up over and over and over again in all of these different areas. And that also includes a lot of our universities, especially Harvard and MIT. So what we're really looking, and that's like the technocracy, the kleptocracy, the cacistocracy, we are a constitutional republic that has been stolen from we the people. And these people are remaining the top 1%, and they are 0.0005%. And they control all the money and all the wealth. The climate emergency is that. This is that. This is all about enslaving humanity. And, and all those that people that you would say at the top of enslaving humanity, because I know you said it ends at the top I've ever seen is the Bank of International Settlements. Right. Next down is world economic or is there something in between? No, the central banks of the world. So central banks of the world. London, the and Bank then, of the Vatican, the city of London, the uh, the Wall Street at the very top. These are the, the banks that own the Bank of International Settlements is really the bank, the Rothschild Bank, but Rothschild Rockefeller. But what they do is they own all the central banks. So what people don't know in all of our countries, our Federal Reserve is owned by them. So at the end of the day, it's at the very top is the Bank of International Settlements, which owns all of our banks, all of our central banks in 209 countries. And then under that are them. And then there's the players in America, and we'll get into it sometime. But these are what jo what JFK, everyone should Google, it's still in Google, um, JFK's speech about secret societies and a and a, a monolith that is trying to enslave all men, women, and children on this planet. And he said, "My time in office, I will be dismantling that." And that he, is why they murdered him. They, he came right out and said, "I will be dismantling yes. that," and that was his death warrant. He signed yeah. his as a kid. And how long? I mean, I I had heard about that. How long after he said that did they kill him? Was it pretty soon? Yeah, like yeah. I'll tell you right now because I, I use it a lot in my speech. Let me. Uh, sure. It's really, really, very amazing what he said here. Tell me one sec. Melody, because everyone should know that JFK was murdered to stop what we're dealing with now, and um, that that needs to be like people have to go look into this. What he said, and I say it a lot in my stuff. So JFK gave this speech at a um, for the press. When they were really attacking him like they do Trump, and uh, it was uh, 1961, I believe, he said, everyone should take this into account. He would, I believe that he was murdered for this, as was everyone who tried to stop this uh, cabal at the very top that leads all the way to the bankers, but, um, and the World Economic Forum is the face. The thing about the World Economic Forum is that they are the face. And for some reason, I wrote on my hand something, so you just saw <laughs> I take notes wherever I have to. I didn't see it, but it... I wrote some notes. <laughs> Sometimes I don't have anywhere to write when I think yeah, something. Yeah, I've been there. Okay. 
So I'm just going to read you this JFK thing. It's a good yeah. place to end. But um, I believe JFK was murdered uh, because he was trying to, first of all, he said openly he was going to break the CIA into a thousand pieces. Wow. Uh, and he was going to uh, expose the military industrial complex for what it was, a money laundering scheme. And he was calling out the Mockingbird media as, uh, as Trump does. But he made this speech and he was killed shortly after. He said, JFK. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies on covert means for expanding its sphere of influence on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economy, scientific, and political operations. Uh, he says the very word secrecy is a repugnant in a free society, and we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret uh, proceedings. He says that his job in office would be to end this. Wow. That and was 50 years ago. 51 years ago, and it's like today's newspaper, isn't it? Yeah, and I say it a lot. Uh, JFK started it, and Donald Trump's going to end it. Yes. So, uh, yeah. you know, that's where I believe we are, folks. And that's why they hate Donald Trump hate. like they hated JFK. They wanted to, and, and if, believe me, believe us, they would have killed Donald Trump by now if they could. They haven't been right. able to. And, and that's that because be a good sign to everyone. Yeah, it's a very good, and not only in that, what you know, what Steve Bannon said in that clip was that Providence has protected him. Providence has made this, and you know, but it's also gives good um, exhortation to keep praying for it because we don't want to take that for granted. We ought to keep praying for President Trump, you know. So, yeah. yeah. And and I want to say because of the JFK thing, and please everyone go look up that speech. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was to the press corps. Uh, and it was JFK. It's his. It's his uh, secret society speech. But that is we are dealing with the exact same people. They have not changed. They haven't moved. They've been selecting the presidents. The same people. They are behind the scenes. They control all the money. Have all the power. They are behind every war. They are behind the pandemic. They are behind everything that keeps humanity divided. They are behind the color revolutions. They are behind our country being so divided by false narratives that they create because they own the media. And uh, we've allowed it to go on this long because we've been deceived by uh, their propaganda. But I do want people to know, uh, Donald Trump, for a fact, every morning in the White House before he started his day, had a prayer to JFK to finish this job. Really? So, uh, put that together. Go go watch that speech and, um, and uh, know that you need to know the facts. You need to educate yourself to the point where you not only know it, you can tell other people the truth because with this transhumanism bill and the central bank digital currency bill and the coming up World Health Organization treaty, if anyone calls you a conspiracy theorist, you can say, look right here because this is a .gov page, an official White House government page that lays it all out right for you. So, you know, I don't know what to tell you. but. Yeah. So good, Mel. So good. I mean, not good stuff, but I mean, thanks for the good report to, to bring it to our attention. I mean, I think we're in the, I hope and pray we're in the final gasping days where Trump's going to come and finish this job. Um, I mean, I heard uh, 107 said uh, it took us 
uh, 50 years or 60 years to get here, and it may take us 20 years to get out. I'm hoping it doesn't take us 20 years to get out. But I think once Trump steps back in, things will happen more rapidly. Maybe it'll take a few years. What is your sense on that? How long is it going to take us to get back to, I mean, given well, all that we know? A lot of stuff that's been done, because a lot of it can be proven. Listen, anything I think that happened um, under what happened, first of all, I don't think, I think that the takeover of our country is by the globalists. Right. I, I, you know, I really think that um, as much as they would like to not think so, I think Joe Biden and uh, Blinken and Austin and Millie and all them and, and, you know, the Sullivan and all these people, I think that they are all lower down than the people Puppets. who really usurp this country. I think that it's a global war. I think a, a lot of countries are fighting alongside Trump that people do not realize are good guys because we're be, being told the opposite. But most of all, I believe that God will not allow these self-anointed, self-chosen, Luciferian, anti-God people to get much further. I am of the belief that it will be God's will and God's people that will turn this around. You cannot play this game. Lucifer tried and failed. Lucifer and Satan have abandoned these people already, which is why they are going so fast, trying to get everything implemented as fast as they can before the midterms. The one thing I have to say to everyone is do not listen to anyone that says don't vote. We need to overwhelm the precincts. Also, please go volunteer. If you can't, there's lots of training right now. Every precinct, go to precinct strategy. Go to any website I know. Also, uh, the America Project, if you are a vet, if you are a cop, if you are a frontline worker that is retired, they are hiring people and paying for you to be trained to go to the polls and make sure that there's no funny business. Because if they can't stop the election, I know that Soros, a group of Soros people are hiring people to go cause problems at the polls. We can't have any violence. We can't have any them shutting down polls because of gas leaks or any other nonsense. Yeah. If you are a vet, there's one more mission.org or go to the America Project. Um, we got to show up in mass. They were they were trying to cheat on the Cary Lake Day in, in Arizona. What happened was too many people showed up in person awesome. on election day. You show up in person, you get your friends to show up. I don't care if they are Republican. I don't care who they're voting for. They must vote in person. The algorithms that they set up in 2020 with all of the nonsense and between now and then you show up on the weekends, you show up in, at everywhere somebody's running. You say you need to be against the ESG score. You need to be against the central bank digital currency. If these people aren't, you call them out. You show up and you say to your secretary of state, I want our voter rolls cleaned. I don't want dead people voting again. I don't want illegals voting. Also, check right now in your own county. Are they letting illegals vote? You know, because they are in some counties. I know they're trying in New York, Wisconsin, all over California. That's illegal. And you got to go show up at your city council meeting and you say, I don't I want ID at this election. I need ID to get on an airplane to get through your TSA. So there should be our TSA at the polls that check ID as well. And uh, please get involved, guys. If we overwhelm them on Election Day in person, they can't they can't win. That's so, good. Uh, and don't That's listen so to the polls and the, the mainstream media saying that we're losing. It is the progressives on the left that are losing the Democrats. More Democrats will not vote, not because of a rigged election, but because they no longer know what they're voting for and they're against the, the progressive policies. So also encourage your Democratic friends. 
uh, regardless, to please look up who's voting, whatever the case may be. Donald Trump is not on the ticket. Donald Trump doesn't even know if he's running in 2024. Donald Trump is not relevant. So the, they keep pushing MAGA Republicans and Donald Trump. He is not involved in 2022, folks. You know what's involved in 2022? The future of law and order and justice in America, because it is the Congress and the Senate that can change this country. And we need people in there that want America to su succeed and that are true patriots. And patriotism and nationalism is a good thing. And not just for America, because what we're seeing in Sweden, in France, in uh, in all over the world, in many other places, Brazil, everyone wants the Trump, uh, Italy, everybody wants that same thing. Make Italy great again. Good. Make, we're seeing it all over the world. May and and the Swedens just just happened. Make Switzerland great again. Really. Yugoslavia great again. It's make Brazil great again. People are wearing this motto all over the country because it's got nothing to do with Trump, left or right, gay, straight, black, Asian, Indian, Jewish, Christian. It has to do with America being great and every nation's sovereignty being respected and that country being great too. That's how we win against these people. The weaker we are, the more they can manipulate us and the more destruction they cause, the more we'll ask them for help. Do not believe it. Please just everyone get involved now. We have five weeks left. And uh, this election has nothing to do with Trump, nothing to do with MAGA Republicans. That's a nonsense thing. Nothing to do with the soul of the nation. What it has to do with the law and order and justice. And like we discussed today, these people are pushing it. And this is unconstitutional. It's inhuman. This is some kind of death cult that does not want as many of us on the planet as God intends. So. Anyway, thank you for letting well, me have a Mel, thank you so much. God bless you. I appreciate it. Right on there is Mel K. Show, themelkshow.com. Be sure you check her, her shows out, and we're going to have her on all the time. We'll probably have you back on before the next next election to give that speech uh, again before, uh, <laughs> because I need that. I need that. We need that to everybody to be motivated to go to the polls. So God bless yeah. you, Mel. I, I appreciate it. Our love to you and yours. And no, uh, quick reminder. Quick and God bless everyone your mom that... and your staff. And, and thank, thank you. you so much. I'm so grateful for our friendship. We've become friends, and uh, and I'm very yes, lucky. Have. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. And a quick reminder, Kat Kerr will be with us uh, tomorrow. Steve and Kat tomorrow. Kat and Steve tomorrow. It is at 11 o'clock uh, Pacific time. As always, we're going to really enjoy her. God bless you, everyone. Have a great day. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description to become a partner today.